Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, welcome to Rooted Deep Podcast. Uh, Allison Hale, Reba Bowman are here with you today. We're really excited uh, to be able to dive into kind of one of those, it's just one of those ever-changing, crazy, fun topics today. Mm -hmm. Um, However... Um, there's always uh, a flip side to the coin, and we're going to kind of talk about social media today and both sides of the coin of social media. Yeah, and we we decided to talk about it in terms of the good, the bad, and the ugly because the first thing we all think of is, oh, I, you know, we need it. It's something, and so we were going to talk about the positives and then as well as the negatives, and um, and then like you said, it's ever changing. I mean, there's always some new something new happening and and I feel like I just heard something this morning and I was like I had no idea that existed I'm just getting used to QR codes and Venmo and there's this now these new codes you know and and that are coming out and so think technology is changing every like every second absolutely and and you know it makes me feel so old yes yes you know and then I realized okay maybe you are a little old you know because when I was a kid there wasn't, we, we didn't have, obviously we didn't, we weren't carrying phones in our pockets, but we also yeah. weren't, we weren't on the web. There was, I mean, if it existed, it was for the military or whatever. It wasn't, we right. didn't have it, you know, accessible to, to public. And so therefore none of that, I mean, good night. I was in high school before we started taking computer classes. Yes. Yes. Okay. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was in college before I actually sent an email. Um, you know, my yeah. first email, I, I that was just the craziest thing I had ever heard of an instant messaging type of situation. And so now, and now we've morphed from that in this really Mm -hmm. rapid span of time to now uh, there are early platforms that came out. And I remember all those little early platforms and people were connected to different things. And I'm like, what is this? And then all of a sudden Facebook, right. And Facebook kind of changed everything you know all of a sudden now everybody you knew was on Facebook and uh and of course today we've moved from Facebook to Instagram uh to TikTok and you know every time you turn around there's a new platform Mm -hmm. that everybody's flocking to um and we've got of course we've got Twitter we've got you know all of these platforms that people are connected to um and I think you know Allie the original idea was that word connection yeah yes um and i think that is one of the good things about social media is connection exactly when um when when i was first of all as a as a kid growing up on the mission field we had to drive downtown to a phone booth there were like four phone booths in the same area and 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 we had to call sit and we like call and then they would we would print a receipt out and that's how we knew how to pay for that call and right. then, you know, and that's that because we didn't even have a phone in our home. And so now I think about missionaries today that grow up and they're like, the connection, they can stay connected so much easier with yes. their family than they used to. So from a missionary perspective and having grown up out of the country, I'm like, it's, it's a good thing, you know? Yes. And so we talk about that. It's, oh, wow. I can't believe, you know, my, I can send, you know, and Marco Polo, you can take a picture and send it to your grandkids or you can take a picture, connect with your kids and your family overseas, um, which is, is a blessing. So yes. like we've talked about, that is the good, that is the good part of it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think also 
not only can we stay, you know, connected with family and friends, but we also, you know, I know even in the past year, so forth, so many people were like, okay, somebody was sick or somebody was this, and people knew how to pray for people. People knew how to, um, you know, how to stay connected um, to, even to church, my goodness, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the face of COVID, what, what would have, how COVID would have been different if there had been no uh, social media platforms yeah. uh, to connect to, right? So, so yeah, so there was so many different good things, I think, mm. that are positives about social media. Yeah. Um, and I love, you know, I've got college friends that I can, and yeah. I know you do too, people that we graduated from college with that I haven't seen in 30 years, yeah. but they're my friends on Facebook. Right. And I th- remember when I first, when we first joined Facebook, um, you start looking, you type people's names and I'm like, Oh, let me see what they're doing. And at, you know, at that time I was like, I wonder what these people look like. But of course, by that time, everybody, all the, everybody's kids were on, um, their pictures were on their Facebook profiles. And I was like, I, I don't even know what you look like right now, but, um, yeah. but it was, it was interesting. And then during this, during this time of pandemic that we've come through, it's been very helpful to, um, to connect virtually uh, as far as just using the technology and taking classes. People are taking more, um, you know, they're taking more courses. I was able to, I was able to take so many courses and I know you remember your frustration with me five years ago when I wouldn't get on a video chat to save my life. You couldn't, oh my word. I you couldn't that was crazy. Me I'm like, I would talk to Allie on video and all I could see was like the wall behind her or a uh-huh. lamp or something else. And I'm like, Allie, where are you? And she's like, I'm here. I just don't want to be on the camera. I just and I'm like, oh my word, myself. what's the point? <laughs> so now we're so we're used to it. And now I think we embrace it even, uh, you know, and, and we were just talking yeah. earlier. We've had opportunities to counsel and to minister to people using right. technology right. that has been, you know, invaluable. Um, I, we've, yeah. we've been able to connect, like, again, the word connection, but even in a, in a counseling and a ministry way, we've right. been able to over across the seas or, or, or work, um, work with some people um, that have needed help, or if we've needed help, we've been able to reach out so much easier. So there's so much good that can, that can, we can be thankful for. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, with Dare for More, most yeah. of our team is is not we're not yeah. in one office yeah uh, and we don't come into one location we're scattered we have people in idaho people in guatemala we have people in, in georgia uh we have north carolina people so mm-hmm. people are scattered all over the place so you know when i have a quote unquote staff meeting we're all we're coming in on zoom from all yeah. over the place yeah. and although zoom is not necessarily totally social media it's just this idea of what technology has allowed us to do mm-hmm. so i think I think it's I think it's important at the very beginning to say that although there are the dark side of social yeah. media and technology, and we have actually talked about that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but what we want to make sure people understand is it also has a very good side to it and yeah. a wonderful tool that can be used. It just needs to be managed. Yes, and and that's what we're going to be talking about today. It needs to be understood as this is something that I use for number one for for good. This is something I use uh, the information that I'm receiving. I can I can say you know yes I'm defend I can filter this I I know what to look for and then also just to say sometimes I just need to limit my time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that we have become um, 
in a very addictive society to so many different types of things and social media and our devices as a general whole, which is our portal. I mean, why would I be addicted to my phone? Well, it's not because I'm calling 900 people. Okay. That's not the, my, mm-hmm. my love affair with my phone. My love affair with my phone is that I can grab it in any dead space or lots of times, even when the space is not dead and I shouldn't be grabbing it, Mm -hmm. but I can grab that and I can do what I can scroll. I can go check my feed. I can, I can see what what people are tweeting about it. Yeah. I can go and see my Instagram videos. I can go to TikTok, and and Mm -hmm. I can spend, oh my word. We can just spend all of a sudden we get sucked in and we can spend hours scrolling through videos and, uh, you know, things sometimes that are funny, uh, but sometimes that can be uh, racy, inappropriate, um, that can be, um, that can actually stir things in us that we don't need stirred. Right. Exactly. And, or exactly what you said. It's one of those things that, and I, I, don't, I know we've all been there when we we click on a video and we're like, oh, this is funny. And then it leads to another video and it leads to another video. And it's one of those interesting things that, like you said, it, 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 it gets you going in some, in some way, whether it makes you angry about something and then you just spiral down into anger or whether you start thinking impure thoughts. It's just one of those things that you just have to deal with. Yeah, and, and I think so much we don't necessarily think about managing our social media. Um, but I want to tell you, a Harvard study, uh, Harvard did a study in 2021 about so, the social networking, okay? And here's what they learned, that the, when a person is looking at social media uh, on any platform, the part of the brain that lights up, that ignites when they're watching social media is the exact same part of the brain that ignites when a drug addict is taking a drug, okay? So what they learned is that there is this reward area of the brain, right? Um, there's this area of the brain that says, ooh, okay, this reward um, and, and these chemical pathways that affect all of our decisions and our sensations and all those kind of things. And it's directly connected to drug addiction, which we could all see that. We would be like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, that I could see that person's addiction to drugs. But what, what we're learning through research is that social media has that same brain connection and therefore has that same powerful ability to addict us mm-hmm. to what to to whatever we get whatever we get yeah. from that from that connection. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, as we talk. But I think one of the largest questions I feel like is important for everyone to ask is what, what are you, what hole are you trying to fill mm-hmm. yeah. with social media or what struggle are you trying to mask with social media? Because mm-hmm. we know most addictive behaviors are, are fillers. Yeah. They're, they're maskers. They're, um, I go get drunk. Why? Because I don't want to think about what I'm thinking about. I don't want to deal with what I have to deal with. And so alcohol gives me reprieve from that, you know, yeah. and that's the path to alcohol, alcoholism, you know, or drug use or whatever. It, it's the high. So what high do we get from social media? And I think that's important that we understand that for ourselves Mm -hmm. so that we understand how we can manage social media in a way that's healthy for all of us. Um, Because I think sometimes what it meant for its beginning of connection 
Now it's actually doing the opposite and it's disconnecting us from the very people that are sitting right in front of our faces. That, that is true. And I, I, we were, I was at, we were at dinner last night and I think several of us had our phones out and I, I kind of, because we would be talking and then somebody would ask a question and somebody would look up the answer on their phone, you know? And so at first it was like, oh, this is a you know, quick info, whatever. But then we, you know, Hey, we need to put our phones down because this is one time that we can, we can be present. Um, and, and we were with somebody and they actually, they were at a restaurant in New York city and their daughter won a chance to wear, um, an original and official world series ring and it was because she was the only one at the table that didn't have her phone out everybody else including the parents right there they all had their phones out and so the manager the the looked around and he was like hey this is one person in the entire restaurant that doesn't have it and so he let her touch the touch this the world series ring hold it take a picture with it you know just for a second obviously and she got a big sunday and so you know parents of course they had their phones out so they're taking pictures and um and but he was like yeah and, and the, the father was telling us um greg was telling us yeah she got she got a chance to and it was because she was the only one at our table and you know in the restaurant didn't have her phone yeah. out and was on and so it was it they were and so restaurants are starting to see hey we're serving these people. They're not even looking at each other. They're not even talking to each other. They're on their phones, but they're out to dinner. What's the point of that? You know? And um, well, yeah, exactly. And I think it's become, it's become, um, there are certain habits in our life that come, uh, science calls them autonomic. They become automatic. Okay. Yeah. Like think about brushing your teeth. Um, most of us, we brush our teeth in the same way. Uh, behavior tells us that we typically do it in the exact same we even spit the same number of times and in the same way, but we don't think about it. Yeah. Um, uh, we've all probably had the sensation of leaving our driveway and we had an intention to go somewhere completely different, but old habit kicked in, autonomic system kicked in, and we mm-hmm. turned the way we used to go uh, or the way we always go on Monday and not that yeah. different path that we needed to go. And, and, and I know we've all had that moment of arriving somewhere in our car because it <laughs> so freaks you out. And you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Because we never thought about it, right? Yes. <laughs> That's the autonomic system. And it's incredible that our brain can actually work sometimes mm-hmm. when, when we're not as engaged as we should be. And what we find is that we can add things. We can add habits to that autonomic yes. system. Yeah. And it, we don't have to think about it anymore. Just like we don't think about brushing our teeth. We don't think about sometimes driving to the store or to work. We don't have to think about it. And social media has become that way. Mm-hmm. We don't, we, we've done it so much. We don't have to think about picking up our phone and getting on it and just being there. We actually have to think about the opposite. Yeah. We have to somehow go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I need to break that habit because it's yeah. just become habit for me. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know how many times you just, oh, I'm at a red light or I'm, you know, there's a commercial or, you know, or halfway through church and I'm just curious and so you just automatically pick up your phone and 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 there it is and it's so like you said it's so automatic and it's and it's become not just a habit I feel like it has become an addiction um for so many of us and we we can defend this addiction because again as we've said with all addictions because we talked about pornography we talked about other things it's not hurting anybody what's what we say you know it's not hurting anybody but at the same time what are some things that we that how are how is it affecting us mentally? How is it affecting each other? How is this? Am I missing a moment? 
I mean, my husband was talking last night and I was scrolling and all of a sudden he was like, you're not even listening to me. And I was like, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, did, I had yeah. no excuse. And so we, we think about it. We always talk about addictions as, oh, that's not hurting anybody. It's just something that I, you know, I need to take care of, but it really does affect, it affects our families. And, and we need to make sure that we, like you said, we limit we break it, we break a habit, because again, it's a good thing. It can be, we've talked about it in, in ministry, I can say over and over again, if we didn't have social media, I think Mercy Jewelry might not have, when Mercy Workshop might not have the supporters and the, and, and the help that we need, and the same thing with Dare for More, you know, because we can tell, and the podcast for crying out loud. I mean, honestly, let's yeah, just be honest. Right. We, we, <laughs> so we're not saying it's bad because we're right. about to post this podcast on social media. Right. We're just saying you need to know what you're using and you need to know what, what you're doing. Um, there's an interesting, I don't know if anybody's seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma, but that, I, it was interesting because they had very, um, they had some of the designers and some of the engineers who developed the funniest little things about social media that we've all become used to. I mean, everybody knows, like I send you a message, I can see when you, when you read that message. There was, I think the engineer that, that post that, that created the bubbles, the text bubbles or the messaging bubbles. So I'm sitting yep. there waiting for you to, to write back because I know yeah. you're writing back. Um, the engineer that developed those little text bubbles, uh, he was actually on, on this uh, documentary and he's talking about, and they, it's, interestingly enough, a lot of these people who have developed social media to the addiction point that it is have actually banned social media in their own homes, which should probably tell you something very interesting about yeah. their thoughts about it and you yeah. know, their concerns about it. Um, but it's talking about how they did things to keep people on social media longer. The text bubbles that I, I saw that you read it, the number of likes, the number of um, how yeah. many people viewed it, how many people liked it. It was interesting because that, again, it's, it continues to trigger those, um, uh, those dopamine responses in the brain that you're just like, okay, yeah. 18 people watched it, 19 people watched it, you know, yeah. 180 people said happy birthday to me, you know, and then you start looking at your value. Oh, absolutely. Thumbs ups. No, absolutely. Because what we've learned is that many times we are, we're already at a point of dissatisfaction with our lives. We, we already live in a very comparative state now. And I can say this because I am a woman, but I think women lean into this strongly. Not that men don't, but I think men that women do lean into this comparative, a little bit of, okay, I compare myself to that woman over there or uh, to to a woman that I think has got it together, quote unquote, yeah. you know, and so we already live in this very much comparative state, and 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 we have a deep insecurity at times or a deep dissatisfaction at times with where we believe we are in life, and if we're not careful, social media can only send us deeper and deeper yeah. down that hole as we become, more, you know, if if I'm sad. And I go to social media looking for something on there to make me feel better yeah. about who I am. Okay. Yeah. So I throw something out there wanting, uh, wanting somebody to make a comment, mm -hmm. wanting somebody to give me a thumbs up, wanting yeah. somebody to comment. Uh, I throw a picture up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I see this happening. I'm you know, really concerned sometimes with our teen girls as mm -hmm. I, you know, I was at the, I was at the, the beach and on a vacation 
And I sat and watched for several, I, I, they're right in front of me. I cannot avoid it. Several hours as these teenage girls pose after pose after mm. pose after pose after pose with their phones yeah. and they're posting. And, and but what it's, a I, pose, it's a pose and check it and make sure it's a look that's right. and pose again oh, and then check it out. Oh, that's have to right. Do it again because and, it doesn't and, look right. Yeah. And what do they need? They yeah. need to post that. And what they need is they need somebody to say, oh, you look great. Yeah. Yeah. And if they post those pictures and, and it's dead silence. Yeah. Then that is mm. or the opposite. Somebody says, yeah. you know, what are you doing? You look horrible. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, all of a sudden now everything in their world goes crumbling. Mm. And so I think for all of us, we have to ask ourselves, what are the holes that social media is filling in our lives? Right. And it's not a healthy fill. Mm-hmm. just not yeah. yeah so you know if i need if i'm looking to fill a hole and i figure out what that is that i need to say okay where do i need to go to get that mm-hmm. to get that whole field in a healthy way right. uh, because um here's the thing i mean you know we can't social media can't do for us and can't be for us what we need it to be what we need it to be exactly and we and we've talked about this before there's when we when we need to take a rest and we just lay on the lay on the couch and binge watch, binge watch Netflix or whatever, that's not proper rest. Um, right. And and so that when we talk about it in social media terms, we need um, if we need affirmation or if we if we need um, encouragement, this is not the healthy affirmation and healthy encouragement that that we need. It needs to be. Um, a spiritual voice in our, in our, in our, in our head or in our presence, the accountability. Um, and again, we can use social media to, to reach out and say, Hey, cause I've done this before. Hey Reba, I need some help with something I'm struggling totally. with or whatever. And we, mm-hmm. we connect that way, but I don't just, I, I know that I'm not going to, like you said, I'm not going to be healthy if I'm just looking for that validation or affirmation or encouragement by scrolling, by scrolling uh, Facebook or, or Instagram because it's not going to be there. Um, or it's going to be very, um, very extreme, just very shallow. Uh, because I, you know, I post mostly, if anybody scrolls my Facebook page, there's more pictures of dogs and jewelry and coffee. Those are my top three things that I post. I post about coffee, I post about dogs, I post about birthday jewelry. Um, I don't, I very rarely post a picture of myself because I just feel, you know, um, but I, I have seen just constant pictures of people and I want to, I want to just be like, Hey, you look great, but your value is not in that. But I don't want to get out, you know, because even then it's a minefield when you post on Facebook. You so, oh yeah. Good night. It is a minefield because, and I think we have to be careful because we know sometimes people load up a post mm-hmm. to try to get a response, Yes, you know, and, 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 it's like, okay, that's unhealthy. So, yeah. you know, it's just checking ourselves as to where we really are um, in our emotional, in our emotional awareness, in our, yeah. maybe in our mental awareness um, and being careful that we don't, we're, we don't try to fill a void in our life that we're struggling with, with something that is impossible to do that with number one, right. or is unhealthy to do it with. Um but I also think it causes us, you know, if we do, sometimes if we get all the, if we get that high, right, that, mm-hmm. that dopamine high for, for a moment, and suddenly somebody says, my, I'm pretty. Somebody yeah. says that picture is, oh, I love mm-hmm. that you look so good or whatever. Yeah. Your all dog of a sudden, is adorable. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Whatever. All of a sudden, what happens? Mm-hmm. We want more. 
Yes, yes, exactly. And and so therefore there's a craving for more, but then there's also, I think we have to be careful because there's a there's a need then to say, okay, I've got to look a certain way, be a certain way, do a certain thing. And I think that's why the deeper we get into, you know, as social media develops, we're getting mm-hmm. more and more into this world of AI and we're getting more to these, to these uh, avatars to where we're not real anymore. You, yeah. you know, who, you know, we, we, we create a person that we want to be mm-hmm. yes. or that yeah. we think is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And that's the person we are on social media, but the person we are in real life is yeah. not that person at all. Exactly. And I think, you know, and it used to be just, it was so funny when, when Facebook was first developed and it was just trying, because even before Facebook, there was MySpace and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I think if you, I didn't, I didn't, I think I was a little bit too old for MySpace, but um, when, so when Facebook developed, okay, so you have to look for the perfect picture. You have to take perfect picture. That's your profile. That's what you look like. And then they started, they, there's a little pin board so you can pin all your little hobbies and your favorite quotes. And so it was all, it was really all about you you know, and putting, and what you wanted to present to the world. And it's still like that. It's still so much. And now, and so then I don't know who developed it, but these filters, you know, so yes. it's like, uh, and I, have you ever done a side-by-side of like, this is what I look like, but then I put a filter on, I'm like, oh man, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? And for a second, no. uh, you know, it's, it's, and so then filters, but like you said, so what you're presenting to the world is something that's completely different. Um, than what you are in real life. And you need to understand that what you're seeing somebody else post, same thing. You know, they're presenting something that's completely, um, or or uh, just they're making it look better than it really, you know, than, than, it, than yeah. it really is. No, yeah, and I get you, so tickled because it, sometimes I see, and, and okay, this is going to show my cynical side, but this is just so funny because I'll see a post and this woman is just raving about her husband and she's raving mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, they're fighting. <laughs> yeah. Or they just had a fight, and you know, they're, yeah, like, they just had a fight. And they're trying; she's trying to get it all fixed, you know. Because it's like, you know, why? Why are you doing this on on social media? Public, yes. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you ever seen public? This is, I mean, this is this is better than Netflix. Binge watching Netflix. We were, um, we know so many people, and we we've seen several public breakups on social media, like on Facebook. Their statuses, you know, change. This person, I'm completely done with this. And then like five minutes later, the other person posts the status and I'm completely done. And, 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 and we're watching it back and forth and Gary just goes and pops popcorn. And so we're just like watching these people break up via their Facebook status, you know? And, and so it's like, do we have to put everything out there? And number one is everything that's putting put out there really who we are as, or because it's momentary, our status at one point, I could be feeling good because as again, I'm, I'm, This morning I felt horrible and then I got to the workshop and then I felt great. And then 10, 15 minutes later, the electricity went out. So it was good. So yes. Twitter is one of those things where you're just like posting every yes. feeling that you have every 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> and it can be up and down. And it's just, it's just interesting because number one, what's the point of putting that out there is your value, what other people mm. think of you. And have you forgotten that we have a God that loves us and values us, no matter what emotional state we're in, no matter what filter we've put on our phone, you know, yes. to, mm-hmm. to on our photos. And I think you mentioned it before, before we even got on um, to talk about this was the Philippians 4, 8 principle, 
yeah. and to start looking at social media from that filter use for eight and say, you know, what sort of things are good? What sort of things are honest, just yeah. a good report, lovely, lovely. Good report. Yeah. 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 And, and is that what that. we're filling our hearts and minds with? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, and uh, because, you know, I can, it doesn't take long to, for me to fall down into a pretty mm-hmm. deep, dark hole if I just continually reinforce bad thoughts. Right. Yeah. And continually say, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And here's all the proof that I'm not, you know, and, uh, you know, so, you know, so I think that we have to be careful. And I think we should manage social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we manage the amount of time we're on there. Yeah. We, we may manage, um, we may manage the, the types of things that we're scrolling yeah. and looking at, you know, um, is it, is it something that's edifying to us? And it doesn't mean that we're looking at pornography or that it's wicked or that it's bad, but sometimes it's just not healthy for me. Right. Yeah. It's a time waster or it's just, it's making me feel bad about myself or my situation. And that's, we've seen the good in, in, in mission, being on the mission field, we see this, the good is connection. But sometimes the bad is, you know, because when I was a kid, I had no idea what I was missing. I didn't know I was missing all these birthday parties and I didn't know I was missing play dates right. and, you know, and. Um, uh, yeah. You didn't know you didn't get invited and, until you saw all the right. on social media. Exactly. <laughs> um, but now, and, and I worry about, you know, even missionary kids overseas that are like, oh, I'm, you know, are they excited about being able to be connected? Or is it one of those things that they're just seeing what they're missing out on? And, um, and so, you know, as we're, as we're coming to this point of understanding how unhealthy it is in a bad, bad way, how helpful it is in a good way, um, we need to talk about how are we going to manage this? What are some, what are some tips that we can use to really just yeah. use it for yeah. good and not for evil? <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, I think if we all take, just take inventory, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. one of the best things to do in our life is to take inventory because we can just fall into traps very easily and not realize what we've done. So maybe, you know, over the next week, pay attention mm-hmm. to what you do when you don't necessarily have something to fill your time is, yeah. are you, are, how many times do we grab that phone and do we, um, and do we grab social media, uh, yeah. as a, uh, as a time filler or a moment filler? Because sometimes I think, you know, when I talk to women about their spiritual lives and I, and it's ironic, we talk about you know, what does your prayer life look like, for example? Mm. And a lot of women are like, you know, Reba, I don't, you know, I don't spend as much time as I should in prayer. Uh, maybe I don't have enough time to pray. My world is so busy. And, and, and a great question is, how much time would you say you spend scrolling through social media? Yeah. Because, yeah. and I'm, again, understand my heart here. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be all spiritual and say, get off social media so you can pray. But some of us, We've got plenty of time to spend like any gap time scrolling, but how much, how much of that time could be spent? All right, Lord, I got, you know, I got five minutes here and I just need to talk to you about where I'm at because I can just tell you if I'm struggling with a certain area of my life, social media is not going to fix that, but Jesus can. So it's one of those things where I, I ask myself those questions. And then I think with, are we, what does our real life connections look like? You know, am I putting down the phone at supper yeah, or at, at, at a meal or at coffee? Um, you know, can I leave it away yeah. and, and just look at somebody face to face and have a conversation with them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can I, can I connect in this way is, you know, those kinds of things. I think right. that is what is so important. Um, 
for all of us mm-hmm. and trying to say, okay, how can I, and then if I realize, okay, I am addicted to this yeah. crazy, stupid mm-hmm. phone and it's to all of the social media. It's always, it's always, then I think, mm-hmm. I think it's important set time limits. It's one yeah. of the easiest ways we can do is mm-hmm. it's not that you can't be on social media, but set a timer and yeah. say, I'm going to be on here for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or I am not going to get on social media until a certain time until in my day. Moment. Right. Um, I'm not going to look at social media until I've had my personal time with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I haven't had it, I can't have yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to limit that. Um, I'm going to have accountability partner to ask mm-hmm. me, um, how are you doing on social yes. media? Yeah. Um, and know, she needs and- to call you and not text you. Right. <laughs> how are you doing on social media? I'm great as I'm scrolling through. Right. And, and, and if we're one of those people who loves to get on social media to mm-hmm. say all the things in our hearts and minds, and maybe yeah. we shouldn't, I think we all need somebody who loves us enough to say, stop, mm-hmm. stop the post. You're cra- I mean, yeah. you know, this is not helping you any. And right. so, you know, I think there are things like this where we can, even as adults, you know, we're yeah. talking to adults here, Yes. Um, you know, forget our kids addictions but we as adults we have our own struggles Mm -hmm. so I think being able to say okay limit my time manage what I look at Mm -hmm. uh, set parameters make sure am I having this one-on-one time with people Um, Mm -hmm. and those are some things that would help us just assess yes yeah (laughs) I think the inventory is yeah I think the inventory is so valuable because then you can really if you're honest about it you can say, wow, I've spent more time on social media than I, than I spent with my kids or I've spent more time on social media than I did um, reading, you know, reading the Lord's word or, or even just reading a good book or in general um, or taking a walk. I, I did. There was one other thing that I, I thought was a good I thought was a good tip that I did hear on this documentary uh, called The Social Media. They're saying that the people that you have on your your, your friends, your connections on whether it's Facebook or Instagram, that it be very, um, very varied, very diverse in um, not just in not just in political thought, but in maybe just somebody who has a different point of view for you. Because one of the things about social media is the more um, the more kind of tunnel vision you are as far as uh, one one political view or one, one religious view or whatever, then everybody, everything there, your world is going to shrink to just that. People. And then, then there's not going to be another voice saying, Hey, you know, you know, this is another, this is another opinion. And, and that's one of the ways that plus it's one of the ways that they're saying that social media is not going to be able to know how to target you because they don't know what you really like because you have all these different diverse um, information. The reason I'm saying this is because I just started getting advertisements for men's makeup on my social media page. It's called Working right. for Men. And I don't know why, because you know, you can say something or you can look up something and all of a sudden all these ads come right. in mm-hmm. of, of what you looked up. And yeah, I was like, I haven't, they're tracking you. And so I'm like, what did I look up that had to do with men's makeup? Men's makeup. makeup. It's called, it's called Warping. It was just interesting. And I think it was because I watched of it and it's from England. So anything from England always comes into my feed. So this is the next thing from London. Was, and I was like, why am I looking at men's makeup? And why is that targeted to me? And do yes. I need to buy some for my husband or whatever? But, um, but what they're saying is that you have to look at different points of view. So you're not kind of closed into that echo chamber of hearing the same and arguing the same, arguing those same points, because that also, it can get to spiral down to, to where it's very divisive. Then all of a sudden you, 
Yeah. It's just cause creating divisions um, in our society. And I feel like that's, that's one of the things. So taking inventory really is so important. Maybe journaling how, how much time you're reading in the Bible, how much time you're praying and how much time you're on social media and really be honest with yourself and then say, okay, I am going to put time limits on, you know, maybe just like you said, a half an hour or not until this moment. That's, that's so important to, to, to set those parameters. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. And, you know, we, we have seen social media be used as a weapon mm-hmm. um, and so much in our, you know, whether it be our, our church discourse or our political arena or all of these things. And, I, you know, I think we ought to be super careful. Um, mm-hmm. There is no way I would ever, I would never walk into a grocery store and assume that everyone in this grocery store thinks like I do, yeah. feels like I do, believes like I do. Mm-hmm. And, and I would never walk into a grocery store and believe it was my job to convince everyone right. before I left <laughs> to feel, think, or believe like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but when we get on social media, sometimes we feel like it's our job to set the world yeah. straight. Yeah. And I really don't think that's the platform for setting the world straight. I think these are heart to heart conversations mm-hmm. that need to happen face to face with people yes. that we love and that we are invested in. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as we see needs on social media from people that maybe we don't know as well, people yeah. we don't know at all, it gives us a great platform to pray for people instead but of not necessarily to attack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, not necessarily to go after, because I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you the written word. I'm, I, I, this mm. is just so, I think, important for us to say written words are, are so are high level targets. Yes. And, and we are not cautious sometimes about the written words that we throw, that we put down. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to write something and end up saying in written form what you meant to say. Right. Um, it can be interpreted in so many different ways. And I think it's so important for all of us. If you've got something important to say to somebody, social media is not the place to say that. If yeah. you have something important to say to somebody, you pick up your phone and make a phone call. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and you or you invite them to coffee and yeah. you say it personally, you say it privately. And you make that connection if you've got something important to say to somebody. Right. Social media is just not that place. And, and don't risk the misinterpretation yes. mm-hmm. of, and the commentary of the world on valuable interest in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so important for us. And boy, that's just a whole other oh, that's, that's yeah. rabbit trail go. I could go on because it's a soapbox. I, mm-hmm. I just because I see things and I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. This yeah. Is not and who are you? Yes. And who are you? Uh, who are you? Um, not targeting, but who are you? Uh, what is it called? What's the word where you just you're isolating somebody or you're? Um, yeah. Yeah. And and who are you? Well, like you said, who are you targeting? But also, who are you isolating? Or who's looking at that and like saying, "I thought you were different, but I'm seeing." You know. Um, I mean, we've heard of we've heard of so many people who are like, "I would love to go to that church," but there's some people from that church that are on social media who have just been, you know, so belligerent about something. And it, about, it, it yeah, does one reflect thing one thing. No, it does, absolutely. Yeah. We're all fighting about so many different things on face on, uh, on social media, but you know, to your point, again, take inventory about what, yeah. what your motivation, look at the motivation behind the mm. scroll, look at your motivation behind your wasted hours on, on social media. Yeah. And, and then, and then look yeah. and, pause before you hit send. Yes. You know, and uh, maybe a race. Yeah, backspace, backspace. Yeah, backspace, backspace. And and let's, you know, and let's just 
just manage better. Mm-hmm. Um, put it through the Philippians four filter test. And, and if, if what your words are saying and what the word and what's filling your feed is not matching up to that, then maybe you just need to, um, you know, block some of that in your life. Maybe you just need to get off social media and I'm going to give you a challenge, uh, the no social media for 30 days challenge. Mm. And if you really want to see where you're at, this is a great challenge. Go off for 30 days and you say, well, how can I just go on and say, Hey, for 30 days, next 30 days, I'm not going to be on social media. So you won't find me there. So don't try to, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going dark for a little while. Yeah. For 30 days, turn it all off. The world will not come to an end. Turn it off and see where your pain points are. Mm. And see where you're going. Oh, I just got to turn it on because why? Because what? And Mm. push through and you'll learn a lot about yourself in that 30 days and you're going to figure out how you fill your time yeah in that 30 days and and maybe on the other side of those 30 days you'll come out knowing more about who you are a changed perspective on some things and better manager of a tool that can be yeah. something really great and really awesome if it's managed yeah yes, if exactly. it's managed uh, well, take that challenge. Let us know how it goes. Uh, I've done it before, so I know it's not easy. So uh, good luck on that. And uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today as we talk about social media. And hopefully continue to join us. We've got more great podcasts to come. So keep joining us every week. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org. And look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.